You are listening to a special edition of Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. We are talking to patron Andrew Nieporent with his headphones on. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. We are back with a few bonus episodes. We're doing some patron interviews. My name is Rob Carmack. Uh, I'm joined here, as always, by J.B. Clark. What's up, man? It's been forever. How's everybody doing out there? It has. I don't know if anybody's had any birthdays or anniversaries since uh, we last spoke, but, uh, you know, zero and blind feels pretty far in the rearview mirror, but... Uh, anyway, so we are we're here doing sort of the the mid season the the between season bonus episodes. We're doing some interviews. We're trying to uh, fill in some space between now and season two when we start in January. And we are joined with uh, one of our patrons, Andrew Nieporent. His uh, official Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet nickname is Andrew Nieporent with his headphones on. Andrew, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm great. It's like to be chatting with you guys. Well, and you're coming uh, to us I from say, New Jersey, right? I am from New Jersey. From I am from yeah. Uh, I'm from like I'm also from Sopranos territory. Is is oh, the best nice. place to explain to you where I am. Uh, Verona is I mean is actually mentioned in the show. That's where uh, it's where I believe Tony's mother Livia lives. And uh, when she lives in the nursing home, or like when she's like in her house house. Yeah, the, the house with the oven and all, uh, that, okay. all that fun fun stuff with the fire. Yeah. Oh um, yeah yeah yeah. I'm uh, Meadow throwing a party and yeah. I really consider myself though a resident of uh, Montclair. I, I was living in Montclair for six years. Rent is uh, escalating like it is all over the place. Um, I was, you know, in the position where I could just, if I wanted to buy, I could, I'm, which is a real blessing. And so uh, I'm now a condo owner in Verona, which is, you know, just like up the hill. Well, that's the, that's the Bruce Springsteen dream, to own a condo somewhere in the swamps <laughs> of Jersey. Yeah, right, right, right. You made it. I mean, it's the American dream. It is. I mean, you know, like, very, I really can't complain. I uh, think, you know, things things are right now a pretty good place for me, for sure. I, I guess I guess the thing that I most want to know if, for a guy who lives in New Jersey, is there really an opera out on the turnpike? Uh, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I, I have, uh, I have, uh, you know, I have experienced it. I have, I have heard it. I mean, I have, I have driven on that turnpike and I have. Uh, and I have blasted that song, and I have felt it. It I feels operatic. It. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think, like, if you're from New Jersey and, and you like Bruce Springsteen, then you know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I I maybe uh, it's a chicken or egg thing. It's hard for me to know if I love Bruce because I romanticize the highway or the other way around. I mean, uh, obviously, I've been listening to him my entire life. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I mean, when when there's when there's traffic due to construction and you can't really move, then maybe there's not an opera on, on the turnpike, um, <laughs> or, an, uh, or an opera of horns and shouts. I mean, mainly I'm on the Parkway. You know, like you really like the you know I don't know if you uh, you know Titus Andronicus. You know, um, yeah, I was uh, watching a Titus Andronicus concert. Uh, like video yesterday right so you know when he says like there'll be no more counting the cars on the garden state parkway i mean yeah. <laughs> i think it's kind of understood that uh patrick stickles who uh, actually uh grew up in the town uh next door from me and went to Ramapo college uh i think we overlapped a couple of years there That's- uh uh i think it's i think the consensus is that that he's refuting paul simon who of course is from you know queens that you know we you you sing about you really sing about the, the, you know uh, the parkways where you spend a lot of time you know like 
it's just kind of the way it is around here. Andrew, I got to say, you are one of the interviews I was, I was really looking forward to because oh. you're a fellow musician. And yes. you, uh, I don't know if you were talking about it or not on here, but you have a cool job. Uh, it seems yes. like oh, we get to use to, your yeah. music. And so, um, so yeah. I was pretty pumped about this. But let's get started by telling us, how did you, you said you've been listening to Bruce your whole life. So how did you get into Bruce? Like, what, yeah. did a parent give it to you? Did, did Was it brought down to you from, like, the heavens? <laughs> well, it's New Jersey, right? So, like, I assume it was yeah. delivered on your doorstep as, a, as an infant. It's like I mean, you, you get it with well, your yeah, birth but, certificate. Um, yeah, so I am a, I'm, I'm, it's funny, I'm a, I'm a first generation New Jerseyan. I was born in the East Village and, uh, uh, and we, uh, in New York, and we came here for the schools. My dad is a native uh, New Yorker, uh, New York City, and my mom is from Rockland County, which is, you know, just north of the New, uh, New Jersey border. Um, but they're both, uh, they're, they were both uh, Springsteen fans. So it kind of did come straight to me from family. Although I will say that I don't think they were anywhere near as big uh, Bruce fans uh, before they sh- shared it with their children as they are now. I think it actually means, I don't think it meant, I don't think he meant that much to them, uh, you know, in, even in the 70s and the 80s. Um, than it did when we started, my sister and I started, you know, getting into it and, you know, sharing it with them. So you think having it as like a family experience, like deepened their appreciation for it? Yes, I I definitely think so. I mean, some of my earliest memories, and this is going to kind of relate a little bit to uh, one particular, maybe the outlier one might say in my top 10, but some of, you know, I am uh, 32 uh, as of last week. Hey, happy, and, birthday. Um, well, happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Uh, and so I was born in 87. So therefore, some of my earliest memories actually is like riding in the back of the family car uh, and like Lucky Town is on, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Not so much human touch. Actually, I, I don't, I can't confirm this, but I feel like it, it I feel like they must have like put the CD in, played the title track of Human Touch, taken that thing out, uh, <laughs> and then put in all of Lucky Town because I didn't definitely I did not hear Soul Driver until probably <laughs> I would I was more like you know in my teen years. <laughs> right. For Bruce Springsteen fans, that's that's known as being sheltered. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was protected. Yeah. <laughs> they were looking out for you. They wanted to make sure you were ride or die before they showed you that. Yeah, right. But I, I think that. Uh, so I mean, some of like my earliest, you know, some of my earliest, uh, you know, like you know, I don't. I mean, I don't know if, if if everyone's like this, but as a kid, you know, when you let when pop music washes over you, you hear certain like words and turns of phrases for the first time in your life, and you don't even really know what they mean, right? But you have a yeah. sense of it. And so hearing, you know, a life of leisure and a pirate's treasure don't make much for tragedy. It's like, what is he talking about? But it sounds amazing. Mm, right. You know, um, I mean, to, it's funny, too, that like, uh, you know, your episode about Leap of Faith probably made me laugh like more than a lot of them, because it's like I on a very intellectual level, like agree with you, like 5000 percent about the gulf between that song and like, I'll work for your love's ability to channel his Catholicism into some beautiful <laughs> poetry. But like, you know, I don't like, there's just something, there's something about maybe it's that, that 
you know, and maybe it's maybe it's the romanticization, you know, one's memory of of when your parents were happier. I don't know, you know. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the way you experience the music, love, you know, the way you experience the music definitely influences the way you reflect on it. You know, even even if you get past the or you know can get past the intellectualism of it. So totally, totally. So yeah. So I mean, then it was always there uh, in the background, and I was a real classic rock kid. I, I probably appreciate uh, the late '90s pop more, much more now than I did back then. I. I think I even I think in my fifth grade dance I ran away from a girl in the bushes uh, who wanted to dance with me to the Backstreet Boys and uh, you know uh, th- that wasn't nice she didn't deserve that you know uh, <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know I didn't know a girl wasn't gonna want to dance with me for a long time after that uh, <laughs> but uh, you know yeah I was always in love uh, with 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 uh, with Bruce's music and then so obviously kind of being that age there's this there's this chasm because like Ghost of Tom Joad is just not you know, it's not even a record I knew about when it came out, you know? I mean, like, so I didn't listen to that. So then, you know, suddenly I'm 12 years old. It's, I'm I'm old enough to go to a concert, and that's when I go to my first uh, Springsteen concert, E Street Band reunion tour uh, at what was then the Continental Airlines Arena. It's had a few other names since then. Uh, and I... Uh, I've since looked up that set list on Bruce Bass, and uh, I know that they open with the ties that bind. And keep in mind, like I, so like, like well, I wasn't like educated about even like who the E Street Band was, you know. So when, but, but when they came out, I was, I just, I was kind of like expected to know. I feel like I feel like you know when Clarence walked out, my dad was like, "Oh, there's the big man," you know, and like you know, and I'm like, "Oh, oh," you know. There's yeah. Steve Van Zant, and there's. There's Nils, you know, and and there's Patty, and, and everyone's coming out, you know. Uh, Gary Talent, Max Weinberg, you know, the, the the E Street Band, and it just it just kind of like, it just kind of aggressively grabbed me and took me somewhere. And that show, I mean, you know, all those like, you know, the track songs. This is, I think, they ended with Land of Hope and Dreams. They were doing that. Oh yeah. Pre like, yeah. Yeah, but it's pre, you know, 41 shots. So that's really, it is like this, a very, you know, that the innovative reunion tour, you know, that they did. And um, I mean, I, you know, that really did it for me. And then, you know, and then a few years later, you know, obviously I'm 14 when 9-11 happens. And uh, the town we grew up in, which was Ridgewood, which is a little bit north of here. um, uh, You know, we had one of those, it's one of those places you've, read about that has the overlook to the skyline you know so you know i mean we had p i mean there was some there was a local dad uh who died who even he looked like bruce and loved bruce and you know it was, it was there's, there were so many tragedies where you know and 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 the guy loved bruce and it's that we need you thing you know yeah uh and so the rise thing was my record you know and um and you know, I went on that tour, and I mean, I've I've been I've been I've been very fortunate uh, to I've basically seen him at least once uh, for every tour. Uh, oh wow! Since then, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's uh, the connection. So when we talk about it growing in time uh, with the family, so uh, this is kind of where my dad's side of the story comes in, and that's. Uh, 
so my dad uh, owns uh, some restaurants uh, in Lower Manhattan. Oh wow! Um, yeah, no, you have actually, you have actually like mentioned it because the last place that uh, many of the Seeger session songs were played is the Tribeca Grill, and that's my dad's place. No way! Oh, cool. Yeah, your dad has yeah. hosted a Bruce Springsteen fundraiser. Oh, we. Do it every year. It's where I, I, I I've gotten. To, I get. I have like a structured ability to meet Bruce once a year. Whoa, whoa! This yeah. is the headline. What what are we? Uh, how do <laughs> how 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 do we not just go right out of the gate with that? That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So were you were you at those shows where he's like doing the little like short sets with just him and the acoustic? Okay, so he only plays some of them. We always there's always like very Springsteen adjacent musical entertainment at these things and he 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 mostly comes uh to support in person sometimes he doesn't uh, my dad is honestly um like much calmer when bruce is not there well, <laughs> yeah he, you know, he feels like responsible for like his well you know like i mean and you get a vibe you know like i walk up to the steps you know there's a restaurant i've been going to my entire life you know and like you see there's some like people kind of hanging around who aren't who you know maybe hoping to to catch him? I mean, it's it's so my you know my dad gets you know gets a little you know antsy about that, but uh, no, it's a wonderful event. It's so it, it's the uh, it, it's the Kristen Ann Carr benefit. Yes, uh, it's yeah, it's Dave. It's Dave it was Dave Marsh's daughter who tragically uh, died of sarcoma cancer, and then they did this. They did a concert in '93, and I don't know when we didn't always host the dinner, but definitely like in this century we've always hosted it and so one year we've had i mean we've had Susie tyrell and her band uh we've had uh i mean nils has played and has done like because the night and man at the top and then a bunch of neil young songs he freaking loves man at the top like that's so funny yeah i I know right i I, I, that was a good episode too uh (laughs) And you guys were like, well, wait, like, what, what, what are we really saying here? I love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, now, has uh, yeah, Southside so, Johnny I mean, yeah. done it? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So if uh, I know J- JB, I know you've listened to uh, the album, right? The album I made? Yeah. So did you get to track three? Did you get to Cold in the Shade? Yeah. Okay. So, so I wrote that the day after I woke up after having seen Southside. Like, that is, like, Whoa. straight up, like, I need to write oh, some awesome. soul. I need to yeah, do that. Uh, you know? well, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, so we had, well, we had, um, we had the uh, Young Rascals one year also. Uh, um, I mean, you know, so, yeah, so we always go uh, as a family. There have been, not every year, but there have been years where I have gotten to shake Bruce's hand and exchange a couple words with him. And oh, it's, it's my nice. God. That's crazy. That's incredible, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, I probably had, honestly, that's funny. I think I had better questions for him when I was younger and more precocious. Now I'm like, you're, you're like, you're, I mean, I, I'm, I'm old enough to recognize, you know, that you're just a person who doesn't really, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten so much more both considerate and, and a little self-conscious, but I used to be like, like, Hey Bruce, like in two, I think when I was 17 in 2004, I was like, Hey, is, uh, is Devils and Dustin like drop me? Yeah. <laughs> it's Devils like, and Dustin Drop D. You have ten I mean, seconds to, to ask Bruce Springsteen like, a question. That's awesome. <laughs> he was like, yeah, 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 Drop D. Yeah. That whole record's a Drop D. Yeah. 
Yeah. My life is in drop how do you, D. How do you think oh I make gosh. the E string sound like <laughs> it's in drop D, man. It's open. Well, you know, I play uh, I play a guild D fifty five, uh, and I like I love it because of the low resonance. I don't I I can keep it in in standard, but like I mean I'm just like the king of like making that D resonate, you know? Oh yeah. Just oh, all I do playing acoustic guitar and drop D. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. So uh yeah, so like you know that we that's kind of like that's so there there's there's that like you know sort of connection through my dad where I have like you know like I I, I don't have real access, you know, but like I have I I've gotten into some rooms where I have like watched people, you know, walk by, you know, and it's been it's been very uh very special you I mean, know and i mean that's more access than most people that's pretty great oh no yeah. no i mean i know and like and then there are a lot my dad has like some like a, a kind of a mild friendship uh you know he has you know he 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 has like a relationship with little steven he has a you know he has um he has a a, a connection uh to dave marsh john landau like he he's you know cuz you know that's kind of i mean it's kind of like when you think about like the long-term clientele, uh, you know of you know the kind of places my dad has owned. I mean, that's the demographic, you know, and the wow. and uh, you know, I mean, you know, they're that's like you know that's what you know, that's what the you know the guard of New York was, you know, at one point, right? And uh, you know, we're we're fortunate uh, to have you know en- enough of them still around. That's super cool, man. Wow. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I romanticize just the village in New York and like, I don't know. It's just one thing I feel like I sort of missed, you know, I had a bunch of friends up there for college and I I Mm -hmm. always feel like I sort of missed out on that. And so that's just so cool, man. Just to me, that's so, that's just the best. Yeah. I used to spend, I used to, you know, I used to spend a lot of time in New York. You know, I used to spend a lot of time in the East village, like kind of where I was born. I did a lot of things around there. Um, uh, I mean, I have so much, I've got a lot less time now uh, with my job because I'm just kind of up and down New Jersey all the time talk about so you're a uh this is one of the most fascinating things in your um there's in your your nickname we said uh he wants no false prophets telling him tell no false prophets telling him how to be free which is a lyric for one of your songs yeah uh and then so it's music when he works and music when he sleeps because you're a musician but it's tra- trade you're a music therapist right yes yes i am yeah yeah so tell me about that a little bit yes i work for uh work for private practice a really really great uh, private practice called uh, Jam and Gen Music Therapy. Uh, they do really wonderful work. Uh, they're kind of growing. Uh, began uh, this this really amazing woman, uh, Jen, uh, the, the the titular uh, Jam and Gen. Honestly, you know, I think you know she was she. I think it it all it started just that she was doing this really great work, and eventually, the um, the, the uh, demand was so high that they had to to hire some more therapists. So uh, I, uh, so I'm, I'm uh, on the autistic spectrum myself. I, I'm what you maybe, you know, once would call uh, an Aspie. Uh, you can still say that from like a cultural standpoint, but the DSM uh, does not, that's, it's not a clinical thing, but I am on the spectrum. I did have to overcome a lot of stuff uh, to be able to, you know, do what I do uh, in the world, you know, I was, I'm not just successful now because I was always high functioning. Um, I was always this verbal. I was probably even more verbal when I was younger. <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, was obsessed with dinosaurs and I can still tell you about them. 
uh, and I was obsessed with Transformers pre-Michael Bay, and I could still tell you about all that. And then, uh, well, then I got, uh, I became obsessed with first maybe Bruce Springsteen and the Beatles, and then all of classic rock, and then all of rock, and then, uh, you know, most music, uh, you know, even, even, I mean, I'm definitely in the, uh, you know, music, even music I don't like is interesting, uh, camp, you know, but coming up this way, you know, um, you know, I had meltdowns, I was socially isolated because of uh, that, you know, there's still, uh, I mean, you know, there's still stuff uh, I deal with uh, in my life as a result of, you know, what I wasn't able, you know, to do when I was younger, you know, that's, I mean, but, uh, you know, I'm happy to say that it is now really, uh, it's a difference. Uh, it's a, I joke, it's a superpower. Uh, and so I really did want to find a way uh, to help uh, people like me or, you know, not like me, because if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. Mm, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, it's the, that's the neurodiversity line that I'm proud to carry. Um, and. So, you know, it's funny, though, because like as an undergrad, so I mean, originally I wanted to obviously I wanted to be a music journalist. My favorite movie, uh, Rob, is almost famous. No way. Of course. Um, no way. Oh, yes. That's my favorite movie. I, I know. I know. Ah, um, love it. And I, you know, just I, you, I mean, you know, everything you've said about it, I can say about it. I, I, I put it on every every once in a while. I watch it every year on my birthday. Get from it. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah sometimes. <laughs> That's. So cute. I don't think I knew that about you. Hey, man, you learn something new every day about me. At least with one birthday. Uh, Yeah, so I, 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 uh, you know, I thought, oh, I got to be, I want to be a music journalist. I want to, I want to be like, uh, I want to be like William Miller, you know? Yeah, Uh, absolutely, man. And uh, um, so I went to Ramapo and I think majoring in communications at a, uh, at a public uh, uh, liberal arts college in New Jersey uh, can do a lot to make you less interested in being uh, a music journalist. But uh, I mean, I had, you know, and it's funny because I had a great education at Ramapo, um, but like mostly just through life. I mean, I met my band there. I mean, some of the people you would hear on my record, uh, those are people I lived with in college 10 years ago. Um, I was also, uh, I was at Ramapo at the same time as the Front Bottoms. Um, oh, dude, I love the front bottoms. I see. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I know Brian Sello. Brian, Brian and I were in freshman English. You're like, Brian, That's incredible. Brian had a hell of a freshman year and people still like listening to it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, no, I, I'm very, we're very proud of him over here. Yeah, Our so, uh, theme song for my office, like the uh, guys, the, like three guys I work with. Okay. Our is our theme song from town. Of the oh, Hog. okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, you know, not to like, not to get like, not to sound hipstery, but like, I mostly love the early stuff. <laughs> but it's mostly it's really, really impressed it, with their you know? newest record. Because I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure I'd love it. Uh, it's just I have such a, uh, you know, twelve. I mean, but you know the songs, twelve feet deep, lipstick covered magnet, like yeah, I hate my friends, all that stuff. Like, but yeah, so uh, you know, I I graduated uh, like into the recession. That's also the age I am. You know, I I I think that. Uh, the time being a little fun employed really uh, made me rethink, you know, I, had, I was always doing these paraprofessional jobs. I was going back to the school that I had gone to, the special needs school I'd gone to. 
to work as an aide, as a paraprofessional. You know, something clicked in my brain where like, all I want to do is play guitar and help kids with special needs. Like there's a field for this, you know? So it be, uh, took, it was a long road. Uh, I moved, I moved to an apartment that was walking distance from a school where I could work at. And, uh, I got into the program, uh, at Montclair state. I didn't get in right away. They let me into the music school, gave me the right to like get better at music to like, you know, fight for my dinner. I mean, like, cause mm. like I, I, plateaued you know i was i mean i was i would have been a solid guitar playing journalist you know <laughs> but right but, uh but to be a music therapist you know you have to really get that training in so i i studied classical guitar i was in a choir for the first time in my life um and i like built my piano technique from the ground up you know uh, it's so hard doing those 20s. things as an adult with all those so other people hard. around you who've been doing like all these people who grew up singing four part harmony Beach Boy songs to their parents in the car and you only ever sung the melody in your entire life. And right. Like, yeah, oh. man. <laughs> man. No, I'm like, so irritating. Or like trying to learn piano as an adult is the most like oh. learn piano as a kid. Every kid needs to learn piano that way if they want to play when they're an adult, they can. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, but it is funny to see the other side because there, I saw many of my classmates. You know, like the average music therapy uh, student is probably a, a, a young woman uh, with a classical singing major, right? Um, so naturally, she can accompany herself on piano quite proficiently already, right? She's had to. What she right. can't do is strum the guitar, you know? Uh. So like I would, so I would realize, oh, oh, I see. So it's just like what they cannot grasp about the, you know, the up, da, up, down, up, up, down, right. up, like all those Which is like the only right? musical concept that ever actually came to me, you know? So to I, me, when someone can't do that, <laughs> yeah, to me, when someone can't do that, I'm just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, it's like, man, like, I mean, I never had to practice that, right? Like, right. <laughs> exactly. Everything so, else. <laughs> right. So, so, you know, so, uh, but I, but I, I, you know, I got there and I had, I had my share of, struggles you know i there was times where i was like oh my god am i gonna not do this because i can't play piano you know like it would be so sad but uh i, I mean i got through it and uh you know I, I i did well in my practicums uh and in my internship and yeah so now i do this uh i work five it's i'm fully employed i work five days a week uh i work tuesday through saturday and i do like 30 sessions a week uh, mostly with kids uh, with autism, but also, um, you know, some other some developmental uh, delays um, and some adults too. I have I have uh, I have some uh, people with cerebral palsy, um, and I have two um, older adult groups as well. Wow, that sounds that like sounds it keeps you pretty like, busy. Yeah. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, and I drive a lot, so like. The like drive the opera out on like whatever road. I mean, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing it. I'm, I'm living it. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's talk about yeah. let's talk about your list. Um, because I, yes. I I think you made you made a top. Well, you said you made a top 100 list, which admirable work. Uh, oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I, I I said I could, but I I, I did. I, did <laughs> I could make one. Well, if you ever do, feel free to send it to us. I'd love to see what yours is. But um, okay. but you did make a top 10, correct? Yeah. I you, did. It was very painful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard realizing what yeah. you have to exclude is is it really is it, it hurts. 
But you know what? I shrugged. I said, you know what? You know what? Like, I'm sure by the time this interview happens, it might even it, it would change. Or, but I'm you know what? Like, just take a this. snapshot and like. Like, take a snapshot, you're comfortable taking a snapshot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, a healthy way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Except that there's no take back season. This is forever. No, right. Right. Yeah. The it's internet, the internet is on alphabeticalspringsteed.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's, let's go through them. And if we've, let's got, do to, it. if we've got time at the end, we'd love to hear some of your bottom uh, couple of songs, too. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can, yeah. We can have a little fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, wait. Oh, I'm, I, oh, I have, I have to, I got to pull this up. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, you're wait, good. All right. <laughs> you're good. Let me go to, uh, let me go to the Patreon, and let me go to that exchange that we had. That's right. Oh, you sent it to me too. I oh, you sent it. Yeah. See, JB has it. I don't. That's. I'm, I'm going oh. into this blind. No, that's okay. I'm so sorry. Here, I me... could have had. This ready. I could have been professional. No, no, no. I see. I, yeah, I thought, I thought I was gonna get, get like scrutinized. You know. Um, I like uh, the element okay, of surprise. Maybe. I like not knowing. Okay, one second. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I don't have to, like, uh, you know, do the forgot password. I think I'm going to have to. Here, I've got it. Do you want me to, do you want me oh, to walk you? Through? JB, why don't yeah. you tell us what Andrew's favorite songs are? <laughs> Read it up right, and I'll cool. react. Read it up That's and a I'll good react. Idea. All right. Andrew can be just as surprised so, all right, as I so am. You told, us, you told us, and you sent me the same earlier. Man at the earlier, top. So what? <laughs> What? So this could you told me this so this could be uh it could have changed by by then. You may you may be like, oh that was something but anyway, because this wasn't this wasn't this like yesterday that you sent me this. But anyway, your number right. ten was better days. Why is yes, that which on the list and why is it at the bottom? So okay, it so at the bottom of the top. It's gotta 10. be on the it's gotta be on my personal list because it speaks to what I was telling you about my childhood. It is my first favorite. Uh, Bruce Springsteen song as a kid. That matters, and, man. That matters a lot. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this. You know, I, I know we do. A, we, we've done, we all as fans do a lot of talking about like, all right, like, ha, like how, like how bad was the '90s really? Was it that bad? <laughs> well, it was. It, well, it was better than this way. Yeah, except for this, except for that. But <laughs> like, what we, everyone tends to say, okay, like Lucky Town was as a whole is better than human touch as a whole. And I think better days for my money is like, look, you know, if you want, if you need to stop along that way of his journey, you know, if you need to dwell for the length of a song on, you know, like happy Bruce in the early nineties, that's the song. It's a beautiful song. It's kind of, it's got that, you know, it's got a bit of the, you know, it's got the spiritual to it. It's, it's a little gospely. It's got, um, it's got. It's, it's probably the first ringing D chord in my memory. <laughs> um, I like those ringing D chords. Um, oh, yeah. And you know, it's got. It's, and uh, you know, I'm still. And I'm still. You know, I'm a person right now in my life uh, where you know I've got. You know, I'm happy with where I live. I'm happy with my job. I've not met the right person yet. So I'm still waiting uh, till I have a new set of clothes and a pretty red rose and a woman I can call my friend. So that song still. There's still a, one more point in my life where that song is going to be important to me so that's why that song oh wow well and it's um it i can i can understand in the 90s like people like bruce springsteen fans being frustrated with what they got but now looking back at at, like as part of the body body of work it it is an important part of his journey you know like absolutely yeah and and what you're saying is right like it, it is 
especially Lucky Town, because I feel like Lucky Town is a much more honest record than Human Touch is, just in general. And be, because it is specifically that opening track, Better Days, like he's he's reflecting on something, on where he's been and, and who he's becoming. And and what you're saying of like this is how he sees his life, and he's he's being a little bit he's he's kind of laying some stuff out there, and um and I like knowing that that Bruce Springsteen that that he had that chapter in his life. I I, I find that song even though that's not I, I I do like better or Lucky Town better than Human Touch, but I I think that that album is a lot more important than a lot of Bruce Springsteen fans want to give it credit for. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, and it's got some killer guitar on it. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like you know, that's I, I love when when the when the discussion comes to like that is that is like guitar in the nineties, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like those solos, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It definitely has that sound. Like it feels like of a it, they're definitely of a place, you know. It yeah, is. And it, look, yeah. Yeah. And there have been times, like you know, in my life where I, you know, you know, where I where things were difficult for me, and I had, you know. Like there, I had a lot of like you know baggage to let go of, like this like false guilt of you know uh, how I appeared, you know, to people, you know, when I you know because I was different and just like just that line, it's it's a sad man, my friend, who's living in his own skin and can't stand the company. That is a like, great that, line. I mean, it's something I wrap, I remind myself from time to time, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. JB, what yeah. is what is Andrew's number eight or number nine? Your number nine, you listed out as Long Walk Home. Oh. Amen. I mean, Amen. Yeah. Yes. Um, you, uh, you, it's, it's, uh, it is the signature, it was the signature for me, uh, it was, it's like, I mean, there's, a Magic is full of important songs for, um, you know, that era, for the Bush era, which, you know, I was a teen and a college kid for, I mean, the first I mean, you know, the first presidential election I voted in was the election of 08. I was 17 in 04, and I was very and I was very frustrated. Oh wow! Uh, that's the year of American Idiot by Green Day. Also, there was like, yes. a lot going on. You know, um, you know, Bright Eyes is one of my favorite artists, and that oh. was going on then. You know, so yeah, um, man, that's such so, a good uh, record. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, that's a big, big influence on me. So, like, Long Walk You're Home. Be... I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, um, in uh, around this time three years ago, uh, in 2016, uh, I went with my father uh, in early November to go to the Stand Up for Heroes benefit concert, um, which is uh, something that happens at Madison Square Garden every year, uh, the Wounded Warrior Project. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. It's mostly comedians, and then Bruce comes out, and he tells some dirty jokes and plays basically a set of Hass stone cold crowd pleasers like dancing in the dark and then um and then he does some poignant things you know like he'll do i'll work for your love at this event and yeah he it's like a couple days before the 2016 election he took a deep breath and he sang long walk home and I, you know that has stuck with me through this entire period uh, of our history Man, it, has country. there that, has there been a more relevant song home? in the last three years than that song Exactly. So like a lot of magic, you know, uh, is still relevant now. But like, I think that song is just unbelievably important. Absolutely right. Totally. And then then the the social thesis he lays out. Right. Like, 
you know, you're lucky that you're in this town. It's a beautiful place to be born. It wraps its arms around you. Nobody crowds you, but nobody goes it alone, you know? Yeah, it's very idealized while also yeah. not being shy about, like, pointing out our shortcomings. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've had arguments with people about the next part, about the flag and who we are, what we'll do and what we won't, and the degree, you know, to which, you know, you know, yeah. holding on to that as a symbol of that you know it's it's, it's powerful it is powerful you're absolutely right yeah. all right number eight all right number eight is blood brothers man andrew yeah. you're on fire i'm i'm with you oh. on this you got you got a theme going <laughs> thank you thanks man i i appreciate it uh yeah blood brothers uh, again i was introduced to the band when they reunited uh and i'm someone who i i definitely you know, I, I, I wouldn't I get by with my friends, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without uh, a lot of real special people. Um, and, it, you know, it was a, a big journey for me uh, to believe that I deserved those people and that they deserved me, you know. So, I mean, that song, you know, that song is very meaningful to me. And I like both the ambiguous final verse and the special uh, only done uh, once uh, final verse. Um uh and uh yeah it makes me cry when i listen to it Do especially you... when okay yeah. go ahead especially oh, when uh, just this, but the stars are burning bright and that's when clarence comes in like oh you know gosh. especially mm. especially since we lost him you know yeah yeah a, a lot of the clarence stuff feels so much heavier and in i in, in a way almost like more real since since he's been gone it like like it's he's coming from some like ethereal other place you know yes yeah. Um, do you, when listening to Blood Brothers, do you prefer the original cut or the electric cut? Oh, oh, uh, original. Yeah, Same. Yeah. I mean, totally I listen agree. to that that electric cut. I like it. It's interesting, but it's it's. I, I have no. I have no real emotional attachment to it. Honestly, it's one of those things that I discovered scrolling through Spotify. So, oh, this exists. <laughs> no. Yeah, I had the same reaction. Like, because, like, you know, like, I mean, the, like, that EP, like, oh, this is where I can find Without You, which I had to turn on my DVD of Blood Brothers in order to hear, you know, <laughs> for the longest time. <laughs> is that, do, how do you feel about Without You? Is that your number one? No. Fine. I forget it exists a lot, you know, for the, re- for the reasons that I think we're touching upon. Uh, but, uh, you know, I did watch that documentary a lot, like, when I, like, when I like my like I when I you know when I was like a kid and we had our first DVD player that was one of my DVDs mm, you know I had yeah. five DVDs you know like yeah so far it's deep cuts from the greatest hits record <laughs> well no yeah. I mean it's you got you got long well, walk home well better days of Blood Brothers number seven uh, I concur with this land the hope and dreams yeah so oh, you know also important from that social perspective also you know it's kind of was the first new bruce song that i got to receive you know as like an active yeah. participant um yeah and uh it's i mean, like I you love... were you started watching game of thrones like five seasons in so you you, you know catching all up <laughs> and then you run out of episodes and then one day someone says have you seen the new one and you're like what have you heard the new springsteen there's new springsteen <laughs> right Exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh, when I heard this record came out, I was just blown away. You know, just like, I don't know if it's going to be any good. Put it on. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> and so he, he was doing this live long before he put it on a record. And I, I, it sounds like you were at a show where you where he was where he did it live, yes. right? I did get to hear it live. 
uh, quite a quite a bit. I mean, there is that weird like middle period where it was played a little less. Um, but yeah, I've, I, I mean, I've gotten to hear it, uh, and I mean, honestly, like I love I love both versions. Like I think they're very hard to. I feel like while while I'm listening to each one, that one's my favorite. It's the and it's like the only one that exists. And you don't need the other one, but then I turn on the other one, and I feel the same way mm, about yeah. it. I think I think it's very um, impressive what uh, uh, and Yellow was able to do, uh, and I think it worked on Wrecking Ball. I think I'm, I'm glad that they waited for an album it would fit well on, um, and you know, also it was uh, it was the song played at the end of, uh, of Obama's farewell address, which is you know, which is another one of those going to be a long walk yeah. home kind of things, yeah. you know, for real. It was also, uh, John Stewart chose that song to be played, uh, before he left the daily show like that, like Bruce Springsteen and the Eastern band played on the, on, on his final episode. And that's what he wanted them to play. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, you know, if you're, if you're in the know about Bruce, like, I feel like, like, if, if, you know, people who like don't really listen to Springsteen probably, they just don't know that song. But like, if you, if you have, I mean, that is like anyone who really listens to Springsteen. I think that that song has to be a, a big one. You know, it's it is yeah. so it's so big and powerful and meaningful. It's it's impossible. Like I've I've heard him do it when I went to a show in Jersey in 2012, and I heard him do it. Yes, and it's it is it's like it lifts you off the ground. It's just such a powerful experience. When he says, "Let me see your hands," yes, it, yeah. it's like the it's the best church service I've ever been to, and I'm a pastor. Uh, Oh, I know, I know. By the way, I I, I want to tell you that I have, I have, I've checked out your church. I have listened to. No you. way. <laughs> I, want, I want you to know, no, like I, I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm secular, spiritual, and you know, really didn't, I, I didn't have any religion put upon me as a kid. Uh, so I, oh, it was always very, felt very free. Uh, you know, to kind of believe in God my own way and explore. Thanks to George Harrison, I've got a thing for the Hare Krishnas. Yeah, but I love, but, 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 you know. You, you also with with stuff like that you end up you know I, everyone I know in that world you know they, they all love Jesus you know you have to you gotta um, right. and so uh, and so you know listening to you I pretty early on uh, decided that I wanted to check your church out eventually and I and I have and I've and that has also been of comfort especially in bad traffic jams. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, man, well, I, that is very meaningful. I, I appreciate you uh, entrusting me with that amount of time because no, no, I, I, I honestly like, uh, like I was stuck in absolutely dead stop Jersey traffic. Like it was like stupid traffic where you're 15 minutes from home, but you're going nowhere. Oh right? my gosh, yeah. And I said, I think it's time to put on that uh, Book of Revelation thing. That <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> nothing will get you through a traffic jam like that. <laughs> what did he call it? A, uh, a relaxing stroll through the Book yes. of Revelation. Oh, honestly, I, I love it. Taking a relaxing stroll and come back, and my car would have still been there. At that oh my night, gosh, so. that's a shame. <laughs> I threatened him to like. I'm like, look, dude, if you don't put that in a book and publish it, I'm gonna put it in a book and publish it. I've tried, man. It's, it's, it's harder. A month. It's harder to find an audience for that than you you might think. But yeah, that's yeah, kind of you I, to say. I, Oh, absolutely, man. Thank well, you. thanks, man. But yes, I totally, yeah. all that to say, I totally agree with you on Land of Hope and Dreams. It, it cannot, yeah. the, the amount of uplift and um, power that the song holds cannot be overstated. Oh, sometimes, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, whenever I just like someone is really bringing me down in life, I just think like this train, 
uh, will not be thwarted. You know, like that's right. That's right. You can you can be here and pout and try and instruct things, but the rest of us are going to get on this train. Right, uh, right, all aboard. And yes. uh, it just it just mm-hmm. thrills me, and and it this song makes me feel like there is uh, like the moral arc of the universe does bend towards justice. You know what I mean? Like this song yes. makes me feel that way. Because see, like that is a statement I feel like has. We've been hearing it more and more now because, like, it's like we need to be reminded of it more times. Because we need to believe it, yeah. But music makes you believe it exactly. This song makes me believe that is very well. In the good of humanity, yeah, Yeah. more than anything, yeah. Wow, for sure. What what you got next? All right, so his next song is. I love that JB's just guiding us through this. Just go. (laughs) I appreciate it so much. So Badlands. This is uh I mean this is yeah. sort of a no dub, but it's yeah. you know, number six. Why is it why yeah. is it not number one? Nobody I mean nobody's uh, gonna be mad at I you mean, for putting it in the top ten, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. Uh because uh, I get maybe just because of you know what what other songs are, are forthcoming, you know, and how big they are. I mean it, it's it's a great song. Um uh I mean, you know, the 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 woes. I mean, it's so funny, right? Like so like you know, my dad my dad has gone, you know, to, to even to more shows than me. You know, he's taken me, and he then he and he he's gone around. You know, he you know. I mean, my dad has some friends who like they go so many, they travel around so many places. You know, my dad doesn't do it at that much, and he does it less now. Uh, you know, as he's gotten gotten older. Um, but the funny thing is, you know, you go to too many shows, even with Bruce, and eventually. You know, you, you start nitpicking about the set list, and you need to be reminded, like, "Hey, whoa, you know, like, like, get some perspective, right?" So, like, so for example, and then, like, you know, you you know, you feel like um, a little bit of like the uh, the age, the age uh, beginning to uh, kind of set in too, where like, you know, those shows where he opens with Badlands, which is like awesome. That's a song you could open with, you can close with, right? Like, it's just like, absolutely, you know. Like if Born to Run is in the encore, just end the main set with Badlands. It's fine, right? Like yeah. it's great. Like the woes and everything. So like my dad has said, like, oh, I hate when he opens with Badlands. How can you hate anything about Badlands? <laughs> no, you spend all that energy. It's like, Dad, you're just, just you're just taking the show. Chill. Like, you're at a Springsteen concert. He's playing yeah, Badlands. Just, just, just relax. You know, let 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 it happen. <laughs> well, and so, as as the great Jesse Jackson likes to say, every Bruce Springsteen show oh. is somebody's first. Springsteen show and like what yeah. if, th- if that's your first Bruce Springsteen show and he comes oh, out yeah. waves at the crowd and rolls into Badlands like it, it's the best night of your life you know what I mean it, <laughs> well, this is something it's like, that I love about Springsteen also is how many when it comes to the set list uh, like the geography of a Springsteen set list the anatomy of a set list it's that mm. so many songs can have power in different places and that like Bruce can open with like one of his biggest hit songs, he can also open with like. I mean, I was at a stadium show probably for the Rising, and he opened with Cynthia. No one even knows that song, but oh, like we're at a rock and roll show. Bruce is there. The band is playing great. This song rocks. Who the fuck cares? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're gonna have to beat me out. I apologize. Nah, we'll just put an explicit. I mean, we're we we hit three sixty eight. We don't even care anymore. <laughs> Okay, right. Yeah, and like the last three episodes, we cussed a lot. <laughs> by, by the time the families have gotten here, their kids have grown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
no, like, like, yeah, like, you know, like, that's something I love about it. So, yeah, Badlands is, I mean, Badlands is, like, I mean, you're, you can, you know, you can march into, you know, uh, you know, a spiritual battle for your soul with, with that song, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, a whole percentage of, a whole number percentage of people think that this is the best song by the best musician, <laughs> you know, like. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And you know what, like, like that, like. That you know the the ooh, 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 ooh. yeah I mean, like so like I've learned starting with Bruce you know expanding my musical interests out in my life right I've mm-hmm. learned that every stadium uh, ready band has a song where that happens right it's Coldplay right it's Viva La Vida oh and like right. I mean like I went you know like I mean so my uh, my lead guitar player that you hear on the majority of my last record uh, is a guy that I've uh, been friends with since we were 18 year old freshmen. Uh, we were randomly put together uh, to room together. And now I am competing with our two other former roommates for favorite fake uncle is baby. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so he's a, he's a metal guy, you know, it's so, like, I go, uh, I, go yeah. I go with him to see Iron Maiden, you know, and like when fear of the dark happens, like, Oh, I totally understand this moment for this fan. Base. This is Badlands. Oh, you know, like when, like yeah. when they do that, when everyone does that together, like that is what for Iron Maiden, what Badlands is for Springsteen fans. Like, and I, right. it's like I have this ability to understand that because of Badlands. Nice. That's awesome. Where are we at with number right, five? Number five, number five, uh, 10th Avenue Freeze Out. No arguments for me there. Excellent. No, um, and my favorite version, even if it takes a lot of time is the lengthy live in New York City with the, you know, find that river of life thing. I love every single thing about that uh, monologue. I have thought about signing up at open mic nights where people are expecting me to perform my songs and to just do that. I was going to say, it's 11 (laughs) minutes long. Like, it's as long as an opening act might be. (laughs) I know, but, like... The way in which, I mean, the way in which the band members, like, they come in as, like, light motifs, right? I mean, that they start playing a little bit. And then, like, you know, a, a shred of Rumble Doll is in there. And, you know, and he's talking about, like, you know, how, like, you know, and, and he crafted that over time. Because, like, I can remember, because I, look, because, like, I went to that reunion show, right? And then the, then that's, like, a year before the MSG run that that is based on. So like, I know that like, like I remember, I think it, it, when you, you may, um, maybe the bootlegs bear this out and maybe there's some Mandela effect stuff happening where I'm wrong. But like, um, but I think when I saw him, it was like, it was instead of, instead of the river of life and the river of hope and the river of happiness and all that, it was like the Avenue. It was like, because you know, keeping with the 10th Avenue yeah. thing. And, in, and you know how he's like, I want to find that river of sexual healing yeah. and companionship, and how it's like right yeah. the way he presents it. Like I remember, I feel like I remember being awkwardly eleven, you know, <laughs> and hearing him like, like of like sexual frustration, which is a currently crowded avenue. <laughs> like making a joke about Bill Clinton or something, you know, like, ah. like, like, like he, he, he. So I appreciate the craft of that and the theatricality of it. But I mean, the song has this origin story. You know, they made that change of town, and the big man joined the band. I mean, 
You know, yeah. uh, I mean, you just can't you can't argue with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Version's awesome. Rob, you said it was 11 minutes long. It's actually 16 minutes long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was there's the way song, off. and then there's everything else. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it takes up a lot of space on that CD. Well, and they yeah. OOO, like you were talking about in Badlands, like with the crowd yeah, for, do. you know, a minute. Oh, that a whole part, minute. right. Which, like, is actually really, like, that that part is really so made for the visual. Like, you got to see him. Like, it's, it's, it's very long on the record. That's for sure. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's a great version. We're getting pretty close yeah. to the one hour mark, so let's let's. Uh, oh, yeah, no problem. Go to no uh, number four. Out, all right, number four. You got out in the street. Great. Yeah. Which um, just a awesome. great song. And again, you see, I, I really like. I really tend toward the personality stuff with the band. So again, live, just you know, meet me out in the street, baby. Yeah. Meet me out in the street tonight. You know the fact that like they have kind of like kept that going. For such a long time to and i don't know if you have ever if you've noticed if you've heard any of it but like Susie does the clarence part now like with yeah yeah she does yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, you've got some, you got several live staples here on this list yeah yeah out of the street might have been my favorite from the river tour yeah i i just adore it i mean and i i have many a time gotten off work and turned that on all the way up and felt exactly what that song is supposed to be about yeah mm, definitely uh, all right and so your top three no are, are pretty pretty i mean it's hard to argue with any but uh number three you got thunder road right so why that why is that number three what does that song mean to you oh i mean it's i mean it's um my mom actually and i really shared that one uh she really adores any intimate uh, acoustic version of that mm, that we yeah, have. Too. Um, especially the even the MTV plugged version, you know? Um, uh, so that's like from a young age, like I remember we'd be in the car and that would come on. She'd just turn it up and like we would stop talking. And she would like, my mom is really, so my dad really got me out of my shell, but my mom got me thinking deeply, you know, about it. Like, like my mom is a writer, uh, and uh, I mean, she she, you know, one day, uh, uh, you know, maybe she will uh, publish uh, this novel that she's been working on for a very long time. Um, but she but she's uh, just a writer in her heart and soul and, uh, and a good one. It's, uh, I, I get that from her. And so like anything where the lyrics are important, uh, you know, that all like all comes from her very much. So my dad says he's Norm Crosby, which I only sort of understand what that reference is. <laughs> but I believe he was a guy who got words wrong. Um, but yeah, so Thunder Road is just so special and it's so yeah. epic and it's just, yeah, it just means the world. And also uh, bringing back, it was, it, it's like a song that got played at a lot of funerals after 9-11 because mm. uh, it just happened and a lot of people loved it, uh, you know, who passed. So there's that feeling about it too. It's a perfect song. Yeah. It's, it's really poetic and like visual, you know, the imagery yes. is just... And yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I think about that screen door snap all the time. Oh, like, how can yeah. I how can I portray that in a in a first line of poetry? Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. always my goal. Oh, what a, what a dream! I mean, uh, to be able to do that and to 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 uh, the character of it all, the whole like maybe we ain't that young anymore, but you're like almost yeah. like it's it's weird because you're like almost unsure 
are they actually not that young? Are they naive and thinking that at 26 they're not that young? Like, what, what's going on here? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, how young is not not that young anymore? But but like but then the like but then when it comes to like your graduation gown lies in rags at their feet, like it's like oh my god, right? I mean, you can be 23 and feel that, you know? Definitely. Yeah. All right, number two, born to run. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's gotta be. I mean, you know, you've mentioned this on the show. It's like you, you, you're not, you can't real. Like, see, the thing I love about about the Springsteen fandom is that you can get really deep, and the deeper you go, you know, like the deeper you appreciate. But there is like no, there's no snobbery allowed about the most basic, you know, love <laughs> of Bruce. You know, so like, like you know, what I'm saying like intellectual fans of Bruce go Bruce at Bruce shows. You know what I mean? Yes. And like we all, yeah. and, and everyone loves Born to Run. You, you have to, you know? That's right. Yeah. The, um, the shore stops. Like you said, like there's no snobbery when it comes to Born to Run. Everybody loves the song. Exactly. You know, well, it's, but it's also, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like tough guy, you know, punk mixed with really vivid poetry also. Oh, absolutely! Well, it's, it's another it, one of them. Yeah, yeah it's it's perfectly it, it distilled Bruce Springsteen. It's it it is a it is a direct shot of Bruce Springsteen directly into your veins. It's the most Bruce Springsteen song that could yes, possibly exist. And it's still like I mean, it, it it never gets old when it like when it takes off at the end there. Like when you you know it's when the car flies in Greece, right? It's like yeah, it's like, you know. And, and, you know, and so, you know, living, living where I do, you know, I mean, I'm from, I'm from North Jersey, you know, I'm from, I'm not exactly from the same region as him. I'm a less than an hour drive away. If I, if I needed to like, if I, if I really like needed to like get lost, you know, I could get in my car and drive to the shore right now, you know, but like, it's, I don't go there very often, you know, so when I go to Asbury Park or to any part of you know, any, any part of the shore, like I'm, I really, I feel that I feel everything. It's not, it's still a novel thing. One thing I love is like, uh, you know, um, what's it? Uh, E street radio on Sirius, you know, like born, they play born to run every day. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They they play it more than once a day, every day, but they always play it around five o'clock. A little after. They want you to hear it when you've gotten in your car after your nine to five job, which I don't do, but I still catch it. Um, and I love that, like, on other parts of the day, you might hear a live version. You might hear Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> you might you might hear Roger Daltrey of all, all people, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> don't play it. I love that, like, uh, walking that line. It's the freedom that everyone wants. That's why he can walk the line of, like, beat Nick and Badass, you know? Like, it's... Yeah. It can be, it's it's every everybody wants to run you know run away sometimes, right? Uh, oh, yeah. So it's so it's so relatable, but it's also so actionable, and it's also so aspirational. Right. Uh, so I roll my windows down, and I like when it comes. I turn my volume up higher than it. There is a point to which I never turn my volume up higher than for any song except "Born to Run," and I do that. And, you know, I hope there are, like, people around who, you know, who will hear me. I, like, I don't, I don't, I don't and, and, you know, you know, will some people think I'm obnoxious? Yeah, sure. But other people will be like, yeah, that's right. This is, you know, rolling your windows down for Born to Run is standing for the anthem. Like, like that, yeah. that's, yes. that's what it is. Well, like, uh, 
musicals don't happen in real life, like, you know, greetings for Prairie Park. <laughs> but if they did, if if one were to happen, it would start because someone was blasting and born to run and everyone right, like started singing the, along. Like the blind by the light movie. <laughs> Number one on your list, Jungle Land. Yeah, it, it has to. That's that's even more than Born to Run. That is my favorite because I just love the epics. And that is just the epic of all epics. It says so much. We've, we've already talked about the opera on the turnpike and the yeah. ballet being fought out in the alley. I mean, I see it. I see it like I see a Marvel movie in my head. I see it like <laughs> a comic book. I see it like yeah. a musical. I see it like, like life. I see the tunnels uptown. I have seen it all. And I see it on a metaphorical level. I see it on a narrative level. You know, I that the thing about the hungry and the hundred exploding into rock and roll bands. You know, you just see and the the way the, the bridges work, the way the the way you know Steve Van Zant's guitar solo comes in, and then Clarence. And I was really really fortunate to get to to see Jake Clemens the first time he was able to play Jungle Land. That's a big moment. I saw the last, I saw, I think the last time Clarence played it in uh, the old giant stadium. That's the show where they opened with Wrecking Ball. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I saw Clarence, you know, yeah. he had like a throne and like Curtis King and Cindy Mizell were like his attendants and everything, like, you know. Um, but like, and, and so, you know, for a long time, it was like, can Jake do this because can, can he can he really step into this role in like in a major way and i mean you we can you read in the book that like at first like out of great sensitivity bruce wasn't trying to really play him up as this new big man who's related to the original one but it just over time it became natural and the fans really loved it and encouraged it and so when i saw him do that solo and he just nailed it i'm telling you like you know, I saw the Jedi Force ghosts of Clarence Clemens <laughs> and Danny yeah. Federici, like, yeah. In, yeah. like in Return of the Jedi, just, just like smiling and waving, you know? And not, you know, not the like redone Hayden Christensen Darth Vader, like, the, right, you know, right. <laughs> you know it, it was, it, it was, it was beautiful, you know? It was so important. And, you know, you can turn that on. I mean, the beginning of the song. You just feel that excitement in the air that he's creating. And then, I don't know about you, but I, I feel the, the parking lot, the visionaries, like that bridge, like you feel, oh no, like the night is wearing on. We're like running out of time. The song is almost over, you know? Yeah. You feel that. You feel like the clock ticking, you know? Like, you know, it's not like just like every good night you've ever had, right? You know? It, it, it eventually comes to an end and there's something Gotta come so, to an end. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So that, that song is just everything and it, uh, it'll never, uh, it'll never lose that power. Wow, man. That's really great. Well, just, is it, is it safe to say that born to run is your favorite record? Um, you know, so this is one of those things where it's like the, the record as a whole, what does it mean to you versus the songs on it? So born to run, like it has to, I think it often is, but I think actually because of because um, because of the river tour, now the river is my favorite because he did the uh. river tour as I was turning 30 and like the age he was when he 
made the river. And I listened to that album, which I've listened to so many times since I was a kid, even right. And I find I really felt where he was in his life. I, I have a lot. I really relate to like Bruce at that point in his life. You know that I've read about him talk very candidly about in the book, like because you know I think one of the, the really powerful things to realize is oh, whoa, he had he had that farm in Rumson before he had a family and horses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he just had all that land and he was just kind of alone on it. And he was like very depressed, you know, and and, and he was seeking he was seeking like whatever else it, there was to his life, you know. And I felt that very strongly once I saw the river tour and I experienced that album that way. And I, I resolved that I'm going to write a river. I'm going to write more material than I need. And that is what Lackawanna waiting room my album turned out to be now it didn't end up being that long uh, then again it, you know we're not in the vinyl era anymore but um but i i think that i i feel very fortunate that i set out to uh to make a record that felt like life and a little bit like what uh ideally one of my shows could be uh, i don't get to do the ideal andrew show all the time uh with the venues uh, the way they are going up and down. Um, but yeah, so the river is my, is my favorite now because I love the sprawl. I love, I love, I think, I think the collection of rock songs is great. I think the, the ballads that of anxiety about different parts of life, uh, I think from ties that bind all the way to wreck on the highway, I think just, uh, just a great, great album all the way. It's I, I could right. not I cannot disagree with that at all. No. Do yeah. you uh, just for the sake of time? Let's let's hear just one. If you were going to give us a list of songs that are not your favorite, what what would be like one of the songs you definitely want to? It's a lot of the usual suspects the, that I think you you guys have touched on. I mean, um, like uh, my best was never good enough. Like it's like such a. I mean, I actually really liked like what you guys got out of that in your episode. It's like, it was like a, an angle I kind of hadn't thought about, but I just think like, like there's no other Springsteen album. Well, maybe human touch also with pony boy. That's all. So yep. that like ends with no, um, with like genuinely, like it ends with a song that does nothing to sum up like the theme of the record. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yep, it, it, it does feel like it's sort of like an ending with a thud. <laughs> like something. I mean, compare Ghost yeah. of Tom Joad as an album because of that to Devils in Dust. That and Matamoros Banks is one of like the great album closers ever, right? Totally I mean, agree. Yes. You know, like so. So that does that for me about about that one. Um, I mean, yeah, like uh, I have no particular uh, uh, animus towards uh, Chicken Lips. I could take it or leave it. I also forget <laughs> it exists. Sure. So maybe that helps. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I, um, I have fun with Froggy Went a Courtin' because I've got that kids folk side to me. Um, right. That's cool. Uh, although I will say, also for old people, I will say now I really trip over the like, without my Uncle Rat's consent, I wouldn't marry the president because it's just, it just has a, t- it kind of has a whole other vibe now. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I, I guess, uh, I, I mean, I guess like I don't know. Real man has that like you know that 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 like almost like a parody of like a macho man thing about it. But yeah. I kind of enjoy it on some level. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, like <laughs> pre- pretty, pretty typical choices sure. yeah. for like uh, a le- for least favorite. You know, there are there were there were just some times where, you know, he was doing some stuff and it was just like, I don't know what he was thinking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, not not every not every hit is a home run. That's for sure. Right. No. Um, well, yeah. Um, th- Andrew, thanks so much for for hanging out with us and for oh, you know, absolutely your, your time and sharing your your top list and uh, it's, it's yeah. truly a pleasure. Thank you so much. Hi, right, this has been an absolute pleasure, guys. You guys have given me like literally hours and hours of enjoyment, and I'm so glad that we could uh, get a chance uh, uh, to chat about all things Bruce. Well, it, may, it makes sure. a lot that you've you've spent that much time listening and investing so man th- oh yeah uh really really appreciate it thank you so much oh and i i and i aim to continue and hopefully uh, i'll uh, engage a little more on the slack thing too you know yeah me too yeah <laughs> we, i've really been pop- i've really been popping in there lately because it's been a little wild and we haven't oh we haven't i know and then like episode, someone will but... just start talking about something it's like oh okay right, we could talk about this one yeah <laughs> yeah yeah every now and then. <laughs> jb's way better keeping up with with that stuff than me I'm i'm really glad he's in there Oh, yeah. uh, did you guys, uh, did you see the Western Stars film yet? Yes. I haven't gotten it yeah. because I live in Tupelo. Right. I loved it. I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, in fact, I'm, I'm really glad I saw it. I'm uh, here. <laughs> this is a whole other conversation, but I, I'm really glad I saw it before we covered any of the Western Stars material because it really changed how I heard that record. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially like Stones and Moonlight Motel. Very like, much so, yes. Those. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, that, you know, I mean, Bills and Kids and Kids and Bills. It's like, oh, boy, you know, like, uh, it, was, it was fun. I went to go see, uh, I went to go see the movie with uh, my friend uh, who uh, I co-host an open mic night with. We, we, we do every week, um, you know, talk about, like, what people, like, might get from church you know if mm-hmm. they're not getting it from church right yeah like open mic you know every week on a monday night uh in my old hometown we do uh a really great couple of hours we we get like 30 signups a lot of young people uh who really come on up with us um and uh it's it's a good good thing you know and uh so like me and my co-host like we share we share bruce and so uh we went and uh uh and you know uh he he he's a good guy. We become friends. Like he's he's even he's even tried to like set me up with somebody, which is nice of him because uh, um, so <laughs> he's he's married. He's a real he's more of a rocker guy. He's a leather jacketed. You know he he uh, he works with uh, the band Les Zeppelin. You know uh, yes the all all, all oh, yeah, yeah. Led Zeppelin yeah. So he he works with them very. He's very uh, he's uh, he does a lot of things uh, with them. He's like a guitar tech uh, road oh, cool. manager. I think. He, uh, comes out and plays harmonica with them sometimes um so like you know we watched that movie walked out and he's just like man i want an el camino and i said i want a redhead (laughs) (laughs) well you know it's good to walk out of a movie with goals yeah Yeah, right man i want an el camino that's super funny (laughs) i want a redhead (laughs) well i'm glad you like the movie i i I really enjoyed it too um totally Totally. well well, thanks again andrew andrew neporn with his headphones on um Again, genuine yeah. pleasure. Pleasure is, is great talking to you. Um, hey, pleasure's all mine, guys. And yeah. uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll we'll be back with uh, a couple of more of these, uh, hopefully before the end of 2019. And thanks to to everyone who's stuck with us, and especially the the patrons, uh, not unlike Andrew, who uh, 
uh, have continued to support the podcast and be part of this with us. So, Andrew and JB, JB any final thoughts before we write off? No, nope, you got just, it all. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear uh, all the other interviews, and uh, and then when you guys get going with the uh, those albums, and uh, hopefully uh, the tracks will really sprinkle in. You'll get a nice, uh, great, you know, nice second lap. I'm uh, I'm very excited about the second lap. Yeah, me. Uh, for oh sure. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no, uh, wishing you all the best. Well, thanks so much. Really do. Yeah, I mean, uh, really do appreciate that. Well, and everybody, again, thanks again, and uh, we'll we'll see you guys next time. There's really no release schedule here, so we'll just see you uh, whenever there's an interview we we we'll have available. So we'll see you guys soon, and uh, you know, whatever it is, have a good one. <laughs> and that'll be then. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.